0: all right welcome back everybody to let's go yanks um this is todd kicking it off today and i'm just gonna run get started with it joe's birthday the birthday episode april 15th joe how you
1: feeling i'm good man i'm good i'm like six beers in i'm feeling good
0: Awesome! It was fun to talk to you with the family earlier today. Um, yeah, good
1: stuff. Good stuff.
0: Sounds kind of weird when you call it the family like that. Um, sounds either like I'm like
1: a, a mafioso, a, right?
0: Something, <laughs> something like that. Yeah,
1: I like it. I like it.
0: Um, but yeah, big two-one for you, Joe Curry. So exciting yeah.
1: stuff. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. And here um, we are, just recording a podcast, waiting on the baseball season. <laughs> Seriously, baseball, Yankees baseball podcast, and there is no Yankees baseball, or any baseball for that matter, but we're doing our best. So Right, that's
0: it. Um, it is Jackie Robinson Day, by the way, too, so... Um, there you go. Almost as important as your birthday. Um, well...
1: I guess I'll start off with my uh, birthday story that I've been talking about the past few yeah, weeks. <laughs> God, you've been hyping it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, my last uh jeez, what is it now? I guess my last 3 including this one have been interesting now because of course this one becomes interesting. I wanted it to be kind of normal, but it became right. interesting. So, I'll start so first one first one since I, my 19th birthday, so starting there. Uh, my 19th birthday was my first day checking in to my new unit here at Cherry Point. So I checked in on my birthday on a Sunday, the 15th of April, 2018. And that was just pretty pretty memorable, pretty interesting, just coming to a new place. And then for those of you that don't know what the military is like, it's pretty freaking terrible, especially when you get to a new place. Um, not the military in general, just like when you get to a new place and you're the new guy, it's pretty, pretty rough. You get treated pretty rough. So, um, so that was, uh, that was definitely memorable, um, checking in here, driving back from New York on the fort, or I guess I drove in left early morning on the 15th of my birthday from New York, drove down here after I was out in California for training before I came here. So and then this is my permanent duty station, which I've been for the last two years off and on. So yeah, ni- okay. that was ni- 19. That was 19. So that was 19. So pretty, pretty memorable, pretty interesting. 20th was definitely probably the most memorable. So um, I, I was deploying to Iraq and then we were in Kuwait prior to that. So we got out to Kuwait beginning of April. And then on my birthday on the 15th of April, flew in a helicopter from Kuwait into Iraq. So that was pretty uh, pretty crazy, pretty crazy 20th yeah. birthday. Um, not won't get into too many details, but it was a pretty crazy flight. And it was a pretty crazy way to spend my 20th birthday flying into Iraq. So definitely remember that one. I'll definitely remember that one. Um, good and bad times afterwards, that next few months I was out there, uh, six, six or so but good and bad times, but it was uh, definitely memorable, so.
0: Um, yeah, no, that's, I can't compete with that in any way.
1: Um, <laughs> no, no, I mean, it was just, definitely remember that. So that was a pretty interesting 20th birthday for sure. And then 21st, which is today. Um, so last night, so the 20 or the 14th Um. I got told that I have to go down to Paris Island, which is, for those of you that don't know, the recruiting depot for East Coast Marine Corps, so basically where all the new recruits go. So I got told on the 14th, so last night, so technically not my birthday, but I was getting I was getting stuff together today for it, so basically, right. basically first day, I, first day I was aware of it, yeah, it definitely impacted my birthday, in my mood at least, but... I was told I have to go down there and help um help the the effort down there because of the stuff going on with coronavirus. So not to get into again, not to get into too much detail. I mean it's not any not a state secret, but basically just going down there to help out because there's extra logistical and whatever. Not even that I've nothing I know nothing about logistics or any of that stuff. Basically there's just they need more man support. They need more bodies down there to help out with whatever and uh i was one of the lucky few that got chose to go down there to help out so um so oh boy yeah that's how they pay you back for doing your job well i suppose but <laughs> anyways getting getting wow. you know it is what it is it's the job i guess so got to do it but Again, I thought I was going to have a pretty relaxed, you know, I thought the most interesting thing about my 21st birthday was going to be being in kind of quarantine and the coronavirus going on. So it still would have been memorable spending my 21st birthday kind of doing nothing, but, you know, which I don't really mind. But at the same then, you know, of course, I should have expected something was going to happen other than (laughs) this. And it did. So it did. So, um. So yeah, so just getting ready to go do that, but hopefully still keep up the podcast while I'm down there. Um, I hope so. I don't think I I don't think it should interfere, but let's hope not.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hope hope not either. Um, because I definitely can't do this alone. We got tag teaming, um, especially now without <laughs> Yankees baseball. But hopefully, twenty two will be a positive. Maybe even just a relaxing...
1: I'd love if 22 was me sleeping all day. (laughs) right, we'll shoot for sleeping for 22. So, anyways, but no, but not complaining um, at all, just uh, pretty interesting past three birthdays, past three years for me, but um, a lot of good times and a lot of bad times, but um, you know, I I wouldn't take it back. I don't regret it, so you know learn learn take take what you can from it learn from it make the best of it that's all you can do i suppose that's it
0: yeah but that's 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 my
1: that's my birthday message my birthday story so happy birthday to me and uh we'll get into the episode now
0: all right awesome um so there's a little bit of mlb news and stuff like that but thought we'd keep it with some birthday related (laughs) stuff um so just kind of some fun questions to that. I was looking up related to the age of guys on the Yankees roster. Um, okay. So first of all, on the 40 man, there are two guys who are younger than you. Um, okay. So your birthday four fifteen ninety nine. 15 99. Um, there are two guys, any guesses on who those guys are
1: on the 40 man, Davy Garcia.
0: Bingo. Nailed it. And, one.
1: Yep. Man, this is a tough one. Uh, let me think for a sec. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Got to think back into the minor leagues. Gosh,
1: uh, not Estevan Florial. Uh, no. Um, yeah, you not him no. You're not him. Um, man, this is tough. All right, give me a help. Is that a pitcher? It is. This is even worse now.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. Pitcher first name. Do you want me to give you the first name because it could be a couple? Sure. All right, first name is Luis Gil. Nope,
1: damn.
0: Okay, <laughs> I got I, a I give 50 up. 50 shot. Medina, <laughs> Luis okay, Medina. Yeah. I would never
1: guess that. <laughs>
0: Gil is like 98, maybe. I he was close too. Okay, um, what's so,
1: Medina though? When was he born?
0: Medina. Is close, so Medina is the closest Yankee to your birthday, 5399. And then okay. Garcia a couple weeks. is 51999. So he's the youngest guy, David I'm Garcia, is the man.
1: youngest guy in the 40 man. Yep, that's pretty crazy, yeah, for sure. Um yeah, well somebody. I'm older than him. I could not picture myself <laughs> being a uh pitcher for the Yankees right now. So as much as I'd like to be play any position for the Yankees, I could that's pretty crazy. I can't even picture it. So Yeah. Pretty cool stuff.
0: Um well, yeah, so for getting closer to my age a little bit too. So there are 11 guys on the 40 man who were born in 95 or later. But there are only two guys on the Yankees active roster who are bo- who were born in ninety five or later. Can you name the two active players who were born? Two players who are on the active roster who so were the, born the, the in tw- ninety five. The twenty
1: six man is what right. you're telling me. Okay, so easy one Glaber. Glaber, got and it. And then I'm gonna say the other one is Anduhar. Bam Nailed okay it. look at you right. I was gonna say sevvy Sevy i bet sevvy, hold on, don't tell me Sevy was born in ninety five
0: no, Tevi was born in ninety four so okay. these guys were both born in ninety five
1: i want to say ninety five um, okay yeah
0: yeah, so ninety five or later uh oh
1: you said ninety five or later, okay right. so, said, so if if you had if i had not- possible
0: Torres was born in ninety six actually sorry hold okay. on I was going I think 96. he might be born in
1: 96 I think that is actually accurate 96 but
0: yeah um yeah probably okay uh Glaver Torres yes he was born in 96 my fault and DuHar was born in 95 okay so um those are the two youngest guys <laughs> on the active roster um otherwise oldest forgot- guy that's easy. I feel like oldest guy. Yes, I have that written down. So who's the oldest guy? Oh, I didn't
1: mean. I didn't mean to jump
0: the gun. But no, no, no. That's okay. okay. Leading right into it.
1: Now this may seem easy, but I think it comes down between two people. Yes. All right. I'm going to narrow it down for myself here. It <laughs> is it a pitcher or no? It is a pitcher. Okay. I'm going to say J. A. Hap. Yes. Okay. All right. So happens,
0: oldest guy born in what year? I'm going to say 87.
1: No. Earlier. 84. Earlier. Jesus. Old. <laughs> All right. My math's pretty bad. Uh, 79. Not that old. 82. 82. Very All good. right. <laughs> um, that was guessing game. All right. <clears> so <throat> second oldest, I'm going to say behind him is easy guardy. Right, you got that one. Who's the third oldest
0: though? This was kind of a surprise to me, but probably not third
1: oldest. Okay, so I got Hab. I got. mm, Let me think for a sec. Yeah, on the active roster. Yeah, active. Okay, so I'm trying to think. Bullpen, bullpen's pretty young. Um, Starting rotation, mm, Paxton's the got to be the oldest. But I don't know if it's him. Um, hold on, let me think here. Guardy's the oldest on the uh, stand. I'm gonna. Ooh, I'm gonna have to say Paxton. No, not Paxton. This is tough. This is tough. This is all right. Tough he's one. a ba- he's a batter. No, not a batter. A he's a pitcher, and and he's on. Okay, I'll, hold on, hold on. All right. Oh Tanaka. No, not Tanaka. Damn. He's all right, he's a pitcher? Yes. Alright, who am I missing? Because it's not Cole. It's not Sevy. I mean nope. Sevy's. it's not Cole, it's not Sevy, it's not Pax, it's not Tanaka, it's not Montgomery. There's no way. So <laughs> it's a bullpen guy. <laughs> bullpen guy. Okay,
0: you got Green. You got, oh, Zach Britton. No, not Zach Britton. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's older? <laughs> there's no way anybody's
0: all right, no way, Canely. Nope, not Tommy. No way, Green. Okay, so it's Green. It's not Green.
1: All right, well, you didn't say anything. You threw me off. All right.
0: <laughs> I thought you were
1: going. I thought you were going to keep okay. going. Oh, Adavino. Adavino. <laughs> All right, that took me. <laughs> it took me a little while. God. <laughs>
0: it's okay. Hopefully, people are enjoying listening to you guess, guys. On the <laughs>
1: Oh man.
0: Uh yes. So Ottavino. Okay. That is... was a,
1: that was a sleeper. He's a sleeper. He's, he's Yeah, low... he don't really yeah, he have tries to idea how old he I is. I feel like he tries to be young. He's a little hip. You know what I mean? He's a little yeah. tries to be a little bit hip. So <laughs> to my uh, to my defense, Zach Britton's older in terms of thoughts. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. I would guess. Britain's older, but he's not. Ottavino's born at 85, and Britain was born at 87.
1: Okay. So, wow. That's pretty, pretty crazy. Low, but uh, Otto's old. Otto's got some freaking age on him. What yeah, is he? 30, Otto, 34? 34. Yeah. Okay. Um.
0: So, yeah, I don't. He's been in the league since 20. Well, he appeared in 2010 um, with St. Louis as a starter. Huh. Did not do well. Um, then went Colorado in 2012 um, and had some nice years for Colorado. I mean, he was with them for the past seven seasons before coming to the Yanks in 2019 um, and had his best year, I would say, with the Yankees, um, besides in the playoffs maybe. But in terms of the regular That was – uh...
1: Not to get into that, because I'm sure we've already talked about it, but yeah, you know what I'm going to say, too, don't you? Yes. So, opener, right? Right. So, opener, for those people that don't know what the opener is, it's when, instead of like a fifth starter, because usually you have five guys in your starting rotation, five starting pitchers that go, preferably, at least six innings, and then your bullpen comes in, so... Basic little breakdown there. So a starter or excuse me, an opener is when instead of going with a starting pitcher that goes six innings, you go with a bullpen arm that goes maybe two innings to start the game. Then you throw in another bullpen arm that gets one or two and then another bullpen arm that gets one and then another and so on and so forth. So you use your bullpen pretty much the whole game. So that's what an opener is for those of you that don't know. Now it worked well for us during the regular season. We were like, had a good up, uh, winning record with using the opener. Chad Green would open a lot with Nestor Cortez Jr. behind him. That was a very common opener. Yep. Nestor, Nestor's gone. Nestor's not on the team anymore. But anyways, that was a common opener. Um, yeah,
0: that worked well. I liked that one. And it,
1: it worked very well in the regular season. I was a fan of it. I thought it worked well. But it, in my opinion, it came back to bite us in the postseason. Guys like Otto... I mean, Britain gave up like a home run in whatever game that was. But um, I mean, those middle relievers, though, the guys like Otto Green, um, Canely, and Britain, especially Otto Green, Canely, I think suffered the most from that opener because they got the most innings, right? And Sessa, you could say too. But um, I think that opener really taxed them it really it used them up during the regular season and then they were tired come postseason.
0: season yeah <laughs> i i agree with you so i was just looking baseball reference is working well for me right now um and that's not a knock on the website it's a knock on my laptop which is normally very slow especially when i've got a lot of tabs open but it seems to be working well for me right now so i've got some auto stats so last year in the ALCS, he pitched two and a third innings, gave up three runs, six hits, uh, three earned runs, four runs um, in general, and yeah, he had an eleven point five seven ERA. So, right. not no. good. Good in those two and a third innings, yeah, which is what people
1: and I just think that even right now. Regardless of the numbers, those guys like Otto Slider was untouchable during the regular season. canley's changeup, untouchable. Green's fucking Green's fastball. Excuse my French. Green's fastball. Keep it clean. Green's <laughs> fastball, untouchable. Yeah. Right? And then splitter, right? Good splitter, good fastball, good combo. slider two, throw it in there. But good fastball. Really, that's Green's pitch. It's the fat, fa- the four seam. It's got a lot of late life. It's good pitch. Yeah. But I think you could see even even when those guys had a a good game in the postseason or good innings, they weren't as dominant. You know what I mean? Like they were so dominant in the regular season all throughout, and then at the end, you saw them get tired. And I think, I think with their, I just I think that that opener was what did it using them so much. Yeah, it
0: could be. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it definitely could contribute to things. So. Otto, he pitched 66 and a third innings last year. Um, And I mean, he's, he was, I guess he came into the league as a starter, but obviously he's well-established as a reliever at this point. But I mean, he's pitched a pretty good amount of innings for a reliever in his career. Like he had a season with 79, 78, 77. Um, So, I mean, over time, that makes a difference, but right. Um,
1: and I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I get your point you're making about that he's pitched it, but I'm saying, like, he's not as fresh at 75 oh, or 65 right. than he is at 40. You know what I'm saying? And if we could be going into the postseason with Green, Otto, and Canely, you know, between like 40 and 60 instead of between maybe. 60 at the minimum and like 80 for like guys like green who pitch a little bit more at Canely like his auto is really like a one inning kind of guy. Like he's not, he, he, even during the regular season, he wasn't like a long inning kind of guy. So between him and Canely and uh green 16, 80, that's what they were going to the post season with is what I'm guessing. And if we could get them between 40 and 60, I just feel like they'd be so much more dominant. They'd be at that, peak right there like that end of the season they're in the rhythm but they're not they're not worn out you know what i'm saying right yeah no i think that's
0: definitely better for the yankees i think and i'm sure i mean boone and everybody would like to have that i just obviously reality doesn't always
1: allow that to happen right i mean we have to face it. right right it just depends on health and everything i mean this year who knows if we're even going to play baseball if we do then I think it's going to be a messed up season and I don't know, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, what's interesting on baseball reference is that they have
0: simulate simulated. There we go. um, Stats through today for the players um, based on OOTP. Is that out of the park baseball? I don't Um, know. Okay. well Let's go with it. Okay. So that's what we're going to call it. Um, Or maybe it means something else. You can look it up on Baseball Reference, but whatever. They've got simulated stats, which is kind of cool. Otto's stats were sick. I'm on Chad Green's page now. Otto's stats were like nine innings pitched, no runs allowed. um, That's how
1: he was beginning the season. Twelve strikeouts, right?
0: Right. Green, on the other hand, not good. (laughs)
1: I didn't – Otto, before you get into green, Otto didn't give up a run. I remember this so vividly. He didn't give up a run to any opponent in the AL East prior to this Blue Jays game in like August or July maybe. And I got I, – I freaking emailed Phil Mushnick, who's a New York <laughs> Post columnist. Freaking yeah. loser. I hope Phil hears this one day. He's such a freaking old – Scraggly bum. Anyways, Phil Mushnick, <laughs> freaking degenerate, whatever. Dad's I'm not... gonna be
0: happy that you brought him up.
1: Phil Mushnick. Gosh, I can't stand him. He's flipping out because Kainley was in for an inning or Kainley was in for an inning or two, I believe this right. is right. I can't remember, but it was either the starter or Canely had been brought in and was in for like an inning or two. Pitch. I think it was Kainley pitched a scoreless inning. Now they bring in Otto in like the seventh or whatever it was. They ended up giving up – he ended up giving up a run or two. They lost the game. Story goes from there, right? Now, he writes this article saying how it's so ridiculous. Why don't they leave Canely in? This is modern baseball, how they pull everybody out all the time. Making this huge article. But up until that point, months into the season, Adovino hadn't given up a run to an A-Least opponent. A single run, right?
0: Yes. So my point –
1: so I'm just I, I emailed them I'm like you're trying to you're trying to you're trying to like dig some whatever here, dig some dirt. Meanwhile, you don't want to tell anybody the fact that Otto hasn't given up a run to an AL East opponent in however many games in three four months of baseball, but you want to leave that out and just say oh they're pulling you know they're putting guys in every uh, new guys in every inning just to feed that narrative of oh baseball is changing so whatever. That that fired me. That fired me up, as you can tell. That fired me up. So. Yeah. Anyways, but Otto, I believe it because Otto is freaking filthy. At the beginning, he's he 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 has filthy stuff. Especially he that does. slider.
0: You know what's kind of cool too? I heard him on talking Yanks. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode where he's talking to John Boy and Jake, it's a good one. Um, but he just talks about how he when he's out there. He can tell after, I think, a couple pitches if he's got it that day or not. Um, and so he said he feels like if he's got it that day, like he loves to stay in for more than an inning if he can, because he knows he's got his stuff. Um, right. So it's just kind of cool to hear what these guys are thinking when they're out there in the um, games and what oh, they're yeah. experiencing. Um, so, yeah, Green. So I just looked at that. Got a couple more tabs. Yeah, sorry. So hopefully my laptop doesn't take a crap on us right now. Um, But yeah, now Green and I know he wasn't very good in the beginning of last year. I'm pretty sure. Um, Or maybe no, that was Holder. Never mind. No, Green. Green got sent down. He did get sent down. Okay.
1: Yeah, he was not good at the beginning of beginning of last
0: year and then he got
1: sent out he came back up and freaking dominated
0: yes um i like that chad the dominant chad so anyway yeah he's off to a rough start though it is out of the park baseball you can check it out um kind of cool actually they're putting up simulate a simulated season through their game and putting all the stats for it and everything on baseball reference Um, what do they
1: got what do they got green at
0: Green has pitched seven and a third, given up seven runs. Um, no way. And, yeah, just kind of stinky in that department so far. Um,
1: so, no knock on out-of-the-park baseball. But my prediction, whenever the season does start, if it does, if if it's not until next 2021 and the season doesn't start, this crap's got to end, though. Anyways, don't get me into that. But
0: Maybe we should comment on their simulated season. That would be kind of fun. Um,
1: That would be, but sticking with green here. Yeah. Whenever we see baseball hot, not even a hot take. Chad green's going to dominate. He's going to be throwing that four seamer up and in 98 miles an hour, and no one's going to touch it. And then he's going to be throwing it away, tailing away at 97 and no one's going to touch it still. And then he's going to throw a dirty splitter in the dirt, swing and a miss strike three Sanchez fires. it to void.
0: Yeah, I I love it. Um, <clears throat> and then not trying to steal Talking Yanks content here. It was just a good episode, so you should listen to the Otto episode. But it was funny listening him listening to him. They asked him about like the personalities of the different guys in the bullpen. Uh-huh. Um, and he described Green, and I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but as like the nervous guy who like never wants to go. Take a piss during the game because he's always worried he's going to get called into the game. Um, and it just seems like a perfect description of what you'd imagine Green to Chad be. Like. Agree. Um And he was saying too that Green, like, he's great. He's so good, but he doesn't believe that. So you're like trying to, they're trying to hype him up and make him
1: believe he's, that he's, this he's good. The- He is – when he is dominant, he is untouchable. Yeah. Like, he Um, had – his fastball is unlike – I mean, even in – this is stupid, but even in MLB The Show, like, I'm putting in Chad Green. And because, like, I'm loyal, so I only play Yankees players. Like, I could have freaking all these other players on my team. I only play Yankees players online. So – but Green's fastball is just unreal. Like, in real life, in the game, in whatever simulation – like, he's got a – like, yeah, he has his struggles from time to time, but his fastball is unreal. Sometimes he'll throw it over the plate and it'll be like 95 or 94 and people catch up to it and take it for a ride. But when he's on, right. when he's on and it's like got that late life and it's going like 98 on the corners, it's like ooh, dumb. It's dumb good. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, it's a thing of beauty. Um, so just a little bit more. Sorry, I'm doing a real deep dive into out of the park baseball, but I've got I'm excited about this. Um, so in today's game, this is a positive thought for your birthday. The Yankees dominated the Rangers 19 to five. Um, there we go. Not sure how realistic that is, but I like it. Um, they scored 10 runs in the seventh inning. Okay. Nineteen, um, <laughs>
1: nineteen
0: 19 hits. Um, All right. Let's see. DJ's got uh, four of
1: them. DJ has three.
0: Okay, <laughs> DJ has three. Tyler Wade led off in this game, which is weird. Uh, that seems—I
1: don't. That doesn't seem I mean, fake to me.
0: Fake. No,
1: I mean no. I, it does. Okay, DJ's <laughs> leading off, no matter what. Yeah, I yeah. I feel like Tyler um, Wade's a uh, sixth hole. Nah, seventh hole. Six or not nah, six hole. Six hole to eighth hole hitter. Even yeah. he could even be ninth. Depends who's in yeah, the Yeah, He's not a
0: bad nine guy. Cause if he gets on base and then you go to DJ and then you're rolling, yeah, um, throwing um, but...
1: in a dip for the guys here.
0: <laughs> so some kind of interesting stuff. They don't have judge in the lineup, which I think is fair because who knows what's happening with him right now. Um, mm. so they've got, or it, could, it l- could just be a rest day. Could be good point. Um, but they've got Wade in left field. They've got Stanton right. Um, Talkman was having the day off, but then pinch hit and got three at bats.
1: Um, Did so you say Stanton right? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, I would see Stanton left to Wade in right more than the other way around. But okay, let's let's roll with it.
0: Yeah, uh is the DH. We got Mikey Ford over at first base, which again maybe just a day off for Voit, Um and Clint Frazier in center field. Um, I guess just because they had talkman on the bench, still a bizarre
1: that's a wild that's but... a
0: wild outfield. That's a wild outfield.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's wild. You're
0: getting nervous really, I mean, Wade's pretty good out there, but you're nervous if a ball's hit to the outfield, right? You're nervous
1: if a ball's hit from left center to to the right foul pole.
0: Yeah. yeah. Alright, I just wanted to make I mean, sure are on the same page. There.
1: I'm not trying to knock Stan. Stan's, no, really, no. Stan's really not a bad outfielder, but he's usually in left field, and he's not also, right. he's not like a stud outfielder. He's just like solid. Yeah. He's solid, and
0: I mean, he's in there mostly for his bat because he's right he's not
1: the uh, fastest or the most athletic outfielder but he's he's in there for his bat and he can play a good enough outfield yeah but um, frazier in center field now center field is arguably center field center field is arguably the hardest outfield position you need to be the fastest and the most athletic that's why you got got guys like hicks and Guardy out there because right. those guys are fast they're athletic they can move and they're, they're Hicks and Gardner are amazing at catching balls. Like, there's no doubt, like, Hicks and Gardner are great outfielders, like, extremely great at reading fly balls. Yeah. So that's yeah. why you got arguably your best outfielder. Yeah. Where the heck is
0: Gardner? A- what in the world? Giving everybody
1: a day off in this simulation? Well, Sorry. we won 19 to five, right? So- <laughs> right. I guess it didn't matter. I mean, yeah, maybe, okay, maybe those are defense are not defensive replacements. Maybe those are replacements at the end of the game. Did you think about that? Well,
0: it said Talkman pinch hit for Stanton. So that's also very interesting. I mean, maybe it was a lefty yeah. pitcher, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe they
1: just wanted to give Stanton not, like, a excuse break. Or not a lefty pitcher. Maybe it was a righty pitcher and they wanted to talk. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Um,. Anyway, they've got the Yankees at 12 and 7 at the top
1: of the AL East, which I like. Um, I'm feeling more like 19 and 0, but <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, th- uh, I think by 19 games in, we could be 15 and
0: 4. Hot take. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Um but yeah, they did get the win. So that's kind of cool. I we can keep up with that just and mention it here and there in our episodes. Um oh yeah. my god, they've got Stanton with eight home runs already in the season. That's great. That's what I'd I like love to, to that's see. That's what
1: that. I like to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> another
0: Stanton had Stanton, you know what, you know run. what I'd love to see? Who the heck is Nick Solak? Oh, he must be on the Rangers. You know, Sorry, you
1: know what I'd love to see? Yeah. And I mean, I honestly think Judge or Torres, you know, like I want them to do well. Not that I don't want Stanton to do well because, but they're like Yankees born and raised. I mean, I guess we traded for Torres from the Cubs, but really he came up with us. Yep. So, but if whenever the season starts or next season, I'd love to see Stanton win the AL MVP.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome.
1: Only because, not only because, I mean, it'd be awesome mm-hmm. if you won the AL MVP just because that means he had a great year, but because there's so many Stanton haters, and he right. is kind of one of those guys that strike out home run, like, that's it. But I'd love to see him put together a great season of a great, he takes walks, he doesn't strike out as much, he hits a lot of homers, but I mean, that's what he's there for, he's a power hitter, like, he's, he's like six seven, like... What, do you want him to hit bloop singles every time? Would that make you happy, like home runs or runs? Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, right. That. That's what he's
0: built for.
1: Well, I'd love to see him have another MVP season. I mean, he won an NL MVP in, what, 2017?
0: Let me look. That sounds right. The Mar- um, With the
1: Marlins in 2017, he won that NL MVP, right? And then we got him the next year, 2018. yeah. Yes. Um, I'm almost positive. That's it. Yes.
0: 2017. Yep. You're right. Yeah. So.
1: But I'd love to see him have another, even if he doesn't win the MVP, if he just has another high caliber season, I'd love that for him only just to shut up some of the haters and also for the team. It'd be awesome to have him at his peak, him at his best.
0: Right. I think so too. I mean, Listen, in 2018, he played 158 games. um,
1: And people want to say he's injured all the
0: time. He got 100 RBIs. It's just, you remember, and I get it too, you remember what just happened. The most recent thing, and it was a weird season with all the injuries and blah, blah, blah. But we need to turn the page. So let's
1: do that. So I mean, what'd you say? How many? How many RBIs did he have in 2018?
0: 138 home runs.
1: Yeah. Who
0: else is going to do that besides? Well, all right, never mind. Um, but I mean, that's a- Judge and Sanchez and Torres, and we've got a great team. So that's awesome, um, right?
1: Yeah. But I mean, man, this kind of. Kinda of stinks. Like I felt like this was I mean, besides, you know, the Sevi News and then Judge with the rib and that kinda of, that kinda of stunk, but I was still excited for the season with Cole and now it's like we have to wait.
0: I know. <laughs> I know, yeah. Things are on hold for now. Um and just related <laughs> to that, some of the kind of general stuff, um Dr. <laughs> Fauci all over the coronavirus. Um just basically said that uh, if there were to be sports this summer, they would have to happen without fans. That's what he said. So his opinion, um, which obviously definitely doesn't mean that it's going to be 100% what happens, but he's one of the main coronavirus guys, um, is that if sports happen this summer, it would be without fans. Um, so i mean we'll see and the arizona governor said they'd be willing to host all 30 mlb teams if conditions allow for it and manfred's kind of said we got to look at all possibilities um so i think over the next month i mean probably by the beginning of may we'll have some more ideas of things i just do think that if we like all of a sudden are like, well, all right, let's just, which I don't think this will happen, but let's just start getting back to normal. It just wouldn't really make sense. Now I think maybe we'll be able to make some steps to loosen restrictions on things, but um, anyway, yeah. that's just kind of my opinion on that.
1: Yeah. No, I think um, now this is kind of uh not really baseball related, but With everything going on with the virus, obviously it's not a good thing. It's taking its toll on a lot of people and everything, but this has been like, especially recently with everything going on with the economy and jobs and people like, people are wondering whether it's, it's, was this quarantine decision the best choice or would it have been better to let this thing run its course in the sense that would it have been better to let this thing just freaking go all out through the United States and people are going to get sick yeah but I mean it's I guess in, in many ways similar to the flu where people get it every year people die from it who are ill or who are older and it's a terrible thing but would it have been better for the US for the world as a whole if we had just let it run its course and then that way it would have been oh, not not necessarily over with now but I don't know Cause then the other argument is that, well, that the quarantine thing, it helps like keep the healthcare system, the health, healthcare providers from being yeah. overrun, which I get that. <clears throat> I get that aspect of it for sure. Yeah. But I mean, there's a ton of people too, that also were not even showing really symptoms or not, not even going to the hospital. They were just staying home if they felt sick. And I don't know. I just, you know, that's just kind of a, where would we be now? Right. If we had just let this thing play out without any kind of change in our society, yeah. I mean, I just it's a thing. It's just something to think about. I'm not saying that it's the right or wrong thing. I'm not saying I don't. I don't know. You know, God knows. But I'm not saying that. I'm just saying what would have been the result of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because what's going to happen now? Like, how long is this quarantine going to last? Because it's still spreading to some degree, right? yeah so like how long is this going to last it can't last forever realistically so it, at yeah. some point is it going to have to just run its course are we going to have to go back to normal and let it run its course and would it have been better to do that from the start to get it over with quicker that's that's another school of thought so
0: right right um yeah no i'm always in for a good school of thought um but anyway yeah no i don't I don't know. I mean, I hope that we make decisions with people's, the good of the most people in mind. And I guess I'll leave it there. So, um, but I do hope we have baseball as soon as possible. And it seems like two uh, baseball players and teams are participating in this coronavirus study where they're looking um, to see evidence of, Antibodies in up to 10,000 people, um, just to determine how widespread the virus has been within uh different populations. So, even if like people were asymptomatic, which is definitely a word that goes above my head, um, but I guess just meaning if they didn't show symptoms of it, but they were did have the virus, they're just trying to figure out how widespread this thing is within people because obviously that's i think the worry too is that people who don't get sick um but maybe they breathe or they cough or whatever and then it gets somebody else sick and that's a problem with all this too so i think more the more information we have about it to be able to handle it better is a good thing right so it's cool that major league baseball because the reason it, it was so much of major league baseball doing it is just because um this group these doctors that were doing the study reached out and major league baseball acted fast and got 27 out of the 30 teams to participate so good for them for being active yeah
1: no i mean i don't want to dive too much into the i mean it's been talked about i'm sure on every news whatever but it's just like such a weird time for sure yeah yeah
0: um no and yeah no i know um but we'll we'll get through it and it seems long going through it um but we'll there'll be a point where we can look back on it and realize that we've we've made it so um right. on a sad note for the yanks i did want to just mention hank Steinbrenner passing away
1: yeah i know i saw that um Unrelated to the coronavirus for so those yeah. people who wanna think that it was that, but it didn't have to right. do with that. He had no, I guess he he was I guess struggling with other illnesses um for a long time and he passed away. So that's definitely sad news for uh for the Yankees Yankees organization. So
0: Yeah. Um yeah, he was definitely kind of first came into the forefront, right? I guess towards the end of his dad's life, when he and his brother took um, started taking over operations for the team a little bit more, Um, I think he was kind of an outspoken guy like his dad, um, but had some good ideas for the team. It sounded like he was really involved in the horse racing side um, of the Steinbrenner family businesses and stuff like that too. So um, sad moment for them and definitely that family and others who are dealing with challenging stuff in our thoughts, um, for sure. But, um, but anyway, uh, that's, I think a lot of what's going on right now. Sorry, I got too far into the out of the park baseball, but I do think that's kind of fun. we got to have some baseball to look at. So even if it's fake baseball, um, where they have Chad green's ERA way too high, um, we can talk about it.
1: (laughs) I agree. I agree. No, it's good, good stuff. Good stuff. I mean, you know, hopefully this whole thing, um, you know, gets resolved or, you know, we figure out something, how to get through it sooner than later, you know? Yeah. So, and then we can get back to, you know, obviously sports aren't the most important thing, but hopefully we can just get back to normal life, you know, people working and everything, including athletes, including baseball. and. Other sports, you know.
0: Yep. Next Thursday is the NFL draft, so we'll see how
1: that is, too, doing that yes. all we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about the Giants a little bit and who they draft. Yeah. Um, for sure. Um, I guess, well, that'll be um, – you said next Thursday the draft is, so I guess it'll be on our episode on Sunday then.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, whenever it's – we can – put it on there we'll talk I about
1: it a little hope, bit
0: hope the Giants make some good moves but anyway Yankees pod here
1: well who are you just to not to get too far off topic and <laughs> extend this episode any right. longer but who are you uh who are you hoping they take any particular
0: um you know I don't even remember the guy's name but I did see Mel Kuyper had a um prediction for them and one guy he had was a linebacker i think he's out of clemson isaiah um, simmons, isaiah simmons yep. thank you um yeah if the giants took him in the first round i think that would be great um yeah
1: i think i saw some people talking about or saw some predictions about them taking an offensive tackle um or an offensive lineman a couple yeah a couple, i think which i feel like they could just first round i feel like take the linebacker with the talent you know what i mean like and i'm not saying because they need a good offensive line but they really do but i feel like they can get that in later rounds you know what i mean they can get that through free agency and through trades or whatever i feel like a a you know what i mean a talent like once in a lifetime i don't want to say once in a lifetime but uh whatever you want to call it a franchise talent linebacker is a, like a huge part to a defense which they don't really have you know what i mean so i feel like that would be that would be awesome to have to if they i think that they should go with that but we'll see what they do
0: yeah i agree with you i mean i think they've made um some decent like they got i know they got a uh, a corner james bradbury i think is the guy's name mm-hmm. um who was a good i mean be a good pickup to have there um
1: they did make some moves, guy, yeah they did make some so, moves in the offseason uh nothing like no star names but they did pick up some solid guys which is good and i think that's what they can do with the o-line i think that if they draft that linebacker i think that's the move but i'm in and I think Gettleman, what I've been hearing Gettleman, GM of the Giants, is that whoever he picks, they need to see instant results for his sake, for his job, because his job's yeah. like on the line, they say. And I think they want to see instant results from whatever draft pick it is. So I feel like you're going to get those instant results from a, a talented linebacker more so than an offensive lineman, because sometimes a lineman takes like they drafted uh what's his name? Flowers, right? Yeah. And yeah. now he's doing okay with, I don't even know who he's on now. Um, uh, I don't, maybe Miami. I don't but know. I've heard he's doing decent with them. I've heard he's pretty solid. And so sometimes I yeah. feel like with a position like offensive line, it's not, you know what I mean? Because those are just big dudes pushing and shoving down there. Sometimes it's more about experience and getting a little bit used to the league than it is, you know what I mean? It's not like straight out talent, like athleticism, like it is in some of the other positions. That can just instantly like make a difference, you know what I mean? So I feel like having right. that whatever linebacker um, would make a difference. But anyways, I don't want to I don't want to go on too long about that Yankees pod Yankees <laughs> pod. So that's right.
0: Um, no, but I agree with you. Yeah, just to finish that, Kuiper had Simmons for their first round pick, and then USC offensive tackle Austin Jackson in the second round, which. In my opinion, I mean that would, if they went there, um, with those first two picks, I feel like that would be a good way for the Giants to start the draft and use their most valuable picks.
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. So, well, um, I guess we'll wrap it up then.
0: All right, wrapping up the birthday pod. Birthday pod. <laughs> well, enjoy it. Have a few more beers for all the Yankees fans out there. Joe, happy twenty-first.
1: All right, brother. I'll talk to you. Uh, I'll talk to you soon.
0: All right, sounds good. Let's go, Yanks. Let's go, Yanks. Signing off. All right, see you.